Hello, Dawn. Hi, Brando. How are you? Good. Sorry, just pulled my mic right. It's okay. So I can look at you. Yeah, this is this, this is the fun part of the broadcast where it's all uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I don't know how to start it. Well, like I, this is my mic that I normally use during the regular show, mm-hmm. and I'm turned forward. Right. Right. But now I want to. If I turn forward, I can't look at Brandon. True. So I want to like look at you right now. So well, I'm trying to you. get the mic to where it's like. Well, it sounds not perfect. so high up to where I can't see your face. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I think that's good. Well, thank you for uh, joining me on this uh, episode of the podcast. I know you must have been desperate for guests. You said that last <laughs> week when I asked you, but no, honestly, like you've been on a couple of times, and it's been like the last time you were on. We were talking about you actually getting your puppy Hank. I know. So you, you hadn't even gotten Hank yet. Oh my god. Um, and how old is Hank now? He is. So uh, he'll be three in September. So it's almost. So was that two and a half? Yeah. So it's almost three years since you've been on the the broadcast. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thank. Oh my God! Almost three years that I've even been doing this thing. That's crazy. Crazy. Um, But I wanted to have you on because it's almost like every episode happens for a reason, and it's almost like every guest that I have, um, I'm selfishly like has something to provide to me as like as far as advice or insight yeah. or just a different perspective that it's good. I, it's your podcast i know yeah. and <laughs> it, it just turns out that it helps other people as well in the yeah. process so um one of the reasons why i wanted to have you on is because you uh have expressed on the the live show over the many years that you walter come on <laughs> my dog walter's in the studio with us he's so cute this is normally the time where i take him to the, the dog park to oh. poop so yeah. I had to do like one of those quick potty runs around the, yeah. the, the building just to, uh, no, he doesn't, oh. he doesn't necessarily poop unless he really, really has to okay. on the leash anyway. Yeah. So, but we have this routine that I take him to this, to the dog park and, and he does his business and it, it's like, he's such a creature of habit and he's such a wor- one, like one-sided working, one-minded working dog that yeah. he, he needs to be a part of that structure or else he does this and he's yeah. like, Hey man, I got to work. Oh gosh, that's so cute. He's a good boy. He's a sweet baby. I just, I've always loved you. You're such a cute baby. <laughs> yes, you are. Aww. He has been such a lifesaver for me. Oh, my gosh, I bet. He's my shadow. Oh. He goes everywhere. Like, whenever I'm upset, yes. he always is oh. just right there with Cuddles me. And, with you, yes. Oh. He, he never really slept on the bed before. And, and then when I moved into my own place, he's yeah. like, what's up? Oh, Let's sleep on is? the bed. Oh, yeah, he I loves love it. That. Um, so, oh. you know, if I have a friend over, though, he won't. He won't lay in the bed with just because he doesn't have enough room. Right, you know, yeah, yeah, can't yeah. stretch out his legs and be a bed hog. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he's oh, such a great boy. What a sweetie. Um, he's also gotten a lot more uh, mild mannered. He used yeah. to be really anxious, and he yeah. just would really um, just. He has separation anxiety still, and I, I'm still working on that. But it's definitely not as bad as it used to be. But I mean, this is the type of dog that i have at home where he's just yeah. kind of just sitting there yes, just totally so you know ears back and totally relaxed oh. um so this was good for him too oh the energy shift is you know is apparent <laughs> yeah and my other i have two other cats at home too and uh-huh. they've had a big shift in personality too i yeah. know i know at least there's only two and not no no, six. no 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 i i, I love cats <laughs> i just oh they they're uh yeah they're a lot of work they are yeah um i shouldn't even say I love animals, so I would never treat a cat poorly. But they're not my favorite. Right. That's why you have the the truck tire do the job for you, right? Oh God. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, so yeah, the, the, the cats are like all new, you know, bright personalities, oh, and that's they're sweet. one of them. His name is Hermie. He was he was supposed to be uh, a dead cat by now. Okay. Like he, he was um, he was a abandoned orphaned kitty miniature like tiny like he was about as big oh. as a little tiny uh a fluff ball in oh both of your gosh, hands yes. he would ride around in the car with me with, on my shoulder oh, like a parrot stop it. so That's i'd go through the drive through <laughs> oh yeah and he's been my buddy ever since like oh, he's my cat and nice. uh we had I, I wanted to keep him but because we we kept them we being my my ex at the time yeah um we were fostering cats, and this cat, this particular cat, Hermie, he was FELV positive, so kitten aids. Oh wow! And if you are fostering a cat with with uh, that even tests faintly, like he doesn't shed it, he just has it. It's just kind of there. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, we can't foster any more animals, so we were blacklisted from the SPCA, which was fine by me yeah. because well, I would yeah. rather have the kitty. Yes. And let him live 
then, you know, foster a bunch more cats in the future. So he was only supposed to live about two and a half years. He's over three now. And he's so healthy and he like runs around the house and, and he had a tough time developing. Like he was a little tiny little itty bitty cat and took three times as long to develop so he would be like just kind of like he'd be like just kind of like awkwardly shaped because his head would grow faster than his back parts and then his (laughs) belly grew really fast and he got so fat and his hips were so small that he broke his hips oh dang so he had to be he was bedridden for three months oh god this cat's been through it i know and and after he finally healed from his hips he would just lay in bed like that's all he knew yeah and he wouldn't really come out or you know socialize with the other cats or anything or the Aww. you know the dogs and he would just kind of stay back there but he was my cat he was always on my side of the bed yeah and he's like my teddy bear every night. so i brought him back to the brandon shack <laughs> he's a whole new cat he's like round round he's like you know running around the house and that's playing amazing. oh my gosh it's oh so, that had to have been so cool to see it's such a different uh it's such a different feeling when you when you can shift your your energy and get rid rid of the toxic stuff, and yeah. then it's just like a completely new environment. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I and, am. It's and the, a noticeable difference. Thank you. And it's it but really it's been is. hard over the last couple of weeks. And you know, I was belly aching about this on the regular show um, today. We're recording this on um, Tuesday, March. Well, 16th. 16th, thank you. Because tomorrow's the 17th. <laughs> That's the you. only way I, I know. I was trying to remember what day of St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah. So uh, but I, I um you know I'm 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 through this process of of healing and, and forgiving the past, forgiving people a part of my past, forgiving myself for things that, that uh created the situation that I'm in. Because after, you know, ending a almost four year marriage, uh rocked my world. Like it, yes. it my foundation was basically just completely ripped out from under me and so this whole year has been a very big rebuilding process but having my own place and having a support system like you know like you and rob and and all these wonderful people that i have surrounding me yeah you have some great friends i do and i and i haven't been utilizing them and i've been I've, i've been doing something that i think that has been counterproductive to my growth and i've been pouring myself into you know things that kind of mask the, the real issues that I'm dealing with, you know, yeah. and I, one of those things is just opening myself up to new friendships and new relationships, not necessarily romantic. Right. But it's um, something that I've been trying to work on because I still want to remain open to whatever comes. Yeah. And I might have opened up the floodgates a little too quickly. Um, and because of that, I let a little bit too much of my vulnerability show. And this particular individual um probably not you know knowingly but they this this person would um create their own idea of what i was going through and expected more from what i was willing to give wow and i admit that i didn't necessarily approach the situation correctly because i i kind of went silent on this person and i don't Go. I don't. I'm not a big fan of ghosting. I, I don't like that people do it. I have done it, admittedly, and I'm not proud of it. But it was just this particular situation where somebody was was almost being too forceful with insisting that they needed to be a part of my life, mm. and that there were, a, you know, that our our combination was something so so magical so so real and so um written in the stars oh dear lord that i needed to maintain a level of communication to the level that they were expecting oh no no no. right so no no you know given that backdrop on on you know on what they were asking of me and this is from my perspective so you know they might have not knowingly been trying to manipulate the situation but that's exactly what it felt like. And it, it, it kind of reverted back to what I was dealing with in a previous relationship. Yeah, no, see, you said something there that, like, I mean, one of the things I love about you is that you are always open to give another person the benefit of the doubt, you know, and that... um she was so cute. Walter, Walter. is just smothering like, dog. Right yeah, no, I love it. Um, you're you're always willing to give the other person the benefit of the doubt, yeah. and 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 try and look at it through, maybe try to learn from yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, was I doing this or that? Uh, because you are one of those people that is willing to own your side of things, which I think is great, right? However, 
you know, from the outside looking in of hearing this story, I have a problem with the other person expecting something of you. Right. That is not your problem. Right. When people create something in their mind and then you don't live up to it and then put you on notice, that's bad. That's yeah. bad. That's 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 not healthy. That's wrong. That's their problem. Mm-hmm. They've created something without you. Right. And now you're not playing ball or you're not coming to the table in, a, in the way in which they think you should. And it doesn't matter if, quite honestly, Brandon, it doesn't matter to me if you unknowingly were putting off some vibes that this person was then including in their story of how things should be. Right. Because the only way to really know is by having that conversation with someone instead of assuming it. Right. And that's how you, it's like, hey, you know, I'm kind of picking up this. Is this how it is or is this just me, Brandon? That's how I'd have the conversation right. instead of coming up with something and then and then being let down because you don't live up to something I've created in my mind. Yeah. So that does just so wrong on so many levels. And I, and I, think, <laughs> you know? I think that a part of that was because I was just kind of, I was so stupefied by the aggressiveness and the yeah. um the insistence that this was this is the way but it it so i just kind of like oh just kind of like went into this panic mode and just kind of shut down and and that, that's also one thing that i'm that i'm really trying to work on in this process is not shutting down when i get to these places of of sadness despair yeah. depression and and reaching out to those great friends that we mentioned earlier yeah. because yes. that's what they're there for but i have such a guilty uh, conscience or whatever, just because I don't want to be that person that's always be like, oh man, it's just not working out for me again. And you need to get over that. Because I know. You, honestly, you do. Because that's not how, it, if your friends see it that way, they're not good friends, right. which you have good friends. Yeah. So good friends that love and care about you would talk to you if you called them every single day mm-hmm. upset and, and processing all of this, they would take the call every single day. Right. Because Here's the thing, Brandon. You're somebody who's actually working on making yourself better. You're also working on healing. Right. And that's a very much different phone call to take every single day mm-hmm. as opposed to you're not the person that's calling with the same bitch day after day, day after day, and never trying to work on themselves. That's right. not you. Right. So real true friends that you do have, mm-hmm. that's what they're here for. That's what we're all here for, to take those phone calls friendships it's not just the good and the pretty it's the ugly mm-hmm. it's getting down dirty and deep with you mm-hmm. you know and it's and and that's what friends are there for and i think also this might be an area where you're you're being hard on yourself for retreating i think that retreating is your inner self knows that does not serve you when someone is trying to take over and tell you how to be so it's uh, it, like a defense yeah, it was like yeah. you're like, oh, been here, done that. I'm yeah. not going there, and and then the shutdown happens, that's exa- right? That's exactly. Yes, and, and yeah. hey, that that's okay, right? Because you're still going through all of it. Yeah, and, and you you be easy on yourself. It, you know, it, this person was unfair in how they responded, and you responded how you needed to. Right. That's okay. Yeah, it's it, okay. It was. It was. Uh, it's making it easier for me to to look past it because you, something you said right there was just, just kind of went ding. Okay. Yeah. Now I can kind of put this away and move forward is yeah. the fact that this person who claimed that I was this star crossed friend oh. flailing away, you know, it's all, in, it's oh, all aligning and we're supposed to be is, in this are, unit. Are you kidding me? And I, and I'm like, uh, no, not, actually not really. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know if you understand the gravity of what I've been through over the last, you know, two, three, maybe, Eight years of how long I've been dealing with this yeah. that, uh, that 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 I'm even prepared for this kind of <laughs> I, this idea you know I, I yeah. so and and the fact that they were so quick to not only call me out and say that you know how dare you ghost me but also reach out to you know people that in the circle only call me out and then get those people to say, oh, well, yeah, he's a scumbag and he's just using wow. you. And yeah, so. Wow. And this person thinks they're the person right. for you. And right. it, it, is this what it looks like for this person? Apparently. When someone's, the, all the stars align, this is how you treat someone? Yep. Wow. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> my response to, to them calling me out uh, 
was, you know, I, I, I didn't, I, my earth was shattered. Like it, when that happened, this is, this is last Thursday. When that happened, it felt like every, every step of progress that I had made uh, since the beginning of January was just done. Like, like, it's almost like it was just swept away. You know, now I got to walk through that, that, uh, that trail again and, yep. and blaze it. And it just, um, it, it rocked me to my core, but it was also made apparent to me that how, their response to me going, Hey, I didn't I really appreciate that. You didn't really need to go. We could have talked this yeah, out. That was mean. That um, was mean. Their, their stance was, Oh, well, you know, scumbags like you need to be pointed out. <gasps> wow. And that, uh, yeah. Wow. That, uh, that's that's not yeah. a kind person. Face face the firing squads on my effect. But no, anyway. no, a kind person would know what you're going through and could figure out. Oh, whoa, this was too much. Oh my gosh, I feel so bad. I need to circle back with him. That was awful. That was too much. And I'm so sorry. And I can understand why you retreated. Like someone who really knows you, that's a part of your life and what you're going through. Yeah. They would catch on to that. This is someone who has some just weird, wild fantasies that they've made up themselves. Mm-hmm. And you didn't comply. And so now you're an asshole <sighs> when they're just delusional. It's so I mean, like, and they're not even. And here's the thing that I cannot wait for you. And it will happen. I promise you. If anything like this ever happens again, and it will because there's rotten people. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Oh, the yeah. more we heal doesn't mean crappy things don't happen. They just only happen for a few minutes. Yeah. Right. Instead of for years or yeah. months or whatever. <laughs> like you'll. You won't even feel the need to acknowledge this person, call this person. You'll just laugh and go, wow, really? And the people in your life that really know you will say the same thing. Yeah, we thought that was weird, too. And that'll be that. It'll be done. Who cares? Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's almost like how it's happening with with some previous relationships, too. So it's I can see that I could I could see yeah. how that will be uh, yeah. possible. And it's even more clear now. And I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here is because not just to help me work through my uh, recent crap, which thank you for that free therapy session. <laughs> uh, you have been very honest about, you know, having your demons and 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 having things either done to you or you doing things that, you know, not, not always the most savory, um, you know, from abuse to drugs to, you know, the gamut. Yeah. You've been through a lot. And I and I respect you so much for being able to overcome that and get to the place where you are, where you're just your happiness, you know, yeah. and it's something that I want. Yeah. Um, how do you how, how how like I'm not asking for like the tool or the magic. Yeah you know, the magic wand or, or anything. And I know that it comes with time, but yeah. like, how do you forgive people that have hurt you or yourself? Yeah. I, time. It's a journey. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like none of this happened overnight. Like none of it. It was all phases. And, um, I always hesitate with this because I don't want to turn this into like, God conversation because I don't want to turn people away because I very much respect that there's a lot of people listening to your podcast that may believe in God and there's a lot that probably don't Mm -hmm. and maybe don't believe in anything and I respect that right Mm -hmm. so I don't like to make it like here's here's how you do it for me personally I wouldn't have been able to reach that spot without my faith because you are called to forgive. And the th- the thing that helps me the most without bringing religion into it, because you don't really, even though that's something that helps me, is that forgiveness in general for all of us is for us. Mm-hmm. A lot of time, like what took me so long to learn how to forgive is I always thought it meant well, what now I got to be friends with them and invite them in my life and, <laughs> yeah. you know, do all of it's like, hell no, screw that person. They'll never be in my life again. They're rotten. They're terrible. They really hurt me. Mm-hmm. And it like it took time for me to realize, oh, no, see, it's for me. Because if I forgive that person, it releases that anger and it releases that control and power that they have over me. Look at what they're doing to me. They're getting me all riled up. And what are they doing right now? Who knows? Right. 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 They're none the wiser to it. They're off doing whatever it is they're doing. Mm -hmm. And yet I'm still inviting them into my life by not forgiving them. And that pissed me off. Right. Because it's like. 
Oh, hell no. How dare they just go I'm, about their lives? Yeah, they're going about their lives, and they fucking still have a hold on me after they already, like, destroyed me. That's where I'm at right now. Yes, and yeah. so I think that, like, there's always a place for anger. Like, we need to go through all those emotions. And then there comes that time where it's like, okay, I've gone through all those emotions, and yet there's still this lingering anger because I'm so upset at this person. Oh, that's the piece that I haven't forgiven and it means it's for me. It doesn't mean I, I, it doesn't mean I've let them off the, it doesn't mean all of a sudden what they did was fine. Right. It just means I release it from myself. Mm -hmm. I forgive it. Everyone's on their own journey and they do things for whatever. It's so cliche, but it's true. You only do what you know how to do with wherever you're at in life. All of us, all of us, you know, it's like, I never look back and go, Oh, why couldn't that happen now? Well, it couldn't have because I wouldn't respond. You know, our responses are our responses and we can't regret them because we responded to what we knew at the time and then we know more and it all shifts and it changes. So I put, I at least gave even people that have done, you know, rape, awful thing, right? Like, okay, wherever they're at with whatever's gone on. You know, and I'm releasing that, though, because I am not going to allow these people to live inside my head Mm -hmm. and be with me on a daily basis. I need to set them free. I need to release it. I need to forgive it. And I need to heal from it. Mm -hmm. And like healing completely from it, you know, that that helps release them but again you know it, it the getting mad that they were still even a part i was making them a part of my day and not really realizing it yeah really upset me because it's like oh wow so they already screwed me up here and now i'm just you know every day still having them in my head yeah and and the, you know that 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 is very much where i like my my boat is in that port right now yeah. like i am definitely in that headspace where I, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to just go live my life and move past this, but all I can think about is what they're doing and what they're saying and and how they might be scheming their next move to do something to hurt me again, and that's just that's that's no way to live because it, it it's consuming. It is, but you know what, Brandon, it's still fairly new, and I think that you because you're an overachiever, <laughs> honestly, you're an overachiever, and you work really hard. And um, I just love you to death, by the way. But you, so you just, you, you want this to be done, right? Like you want to work really hard, like you would at a project and you did really good at the project and the project's over, right? Mm -hmm. This is a process, right? Like, so you, you just started with this and you're asking to be where I'm at. And mine (laughs) took years. I don't want yours to. Right. Mine didn't have to. I took breaks. You know, I also, the other thing that I find unfair when people do ask me this is that I feel I've been blessed with the career I have that has given me the finances to go get good therapy. Yeah. So it's really hard also, well, with you, I could give that advice because, you know, Rob does pay you well. Mm. (laughs) Thank you, Rob. Yeah. um, But I would take breaks from therapy. I would do things to numb myself. You know, I prolonged the process. So can we prolong the process? Absolutely. But can we expect to be healed before it's time? Yes. I think that's where you're at. Like, I think right now you probably would be in the anger phase (laughs) and the wondering all that stuff and doing all of that. And it's okay. It's okay to be in that. Just don't let it go on for too long. And this is where friends are great Mm -hmm. because- When you're staying in touch with friends and they hear it going on too long, they can hold you accountable. Yeah. One of my girlfriends went through um, a divorce and her and her husband, God, they were married for such a long time. And they got married really young when she was 19 and they were married until uh, they both were 35. And they just, they're both lovely people. Mm -hmm. They just literally should have just been friends. Right. Right. That's what it came down to. There there wasn't really a marriage. There was just a friendship, Mm -hmm. which I know could confuse people because you should be best friends with the person you're with, but there's more than that, right? Right. So, um, but it was still hard on her because it was a divorce and, and she hadn't lived her young years. 
So here I am oh, in, geez. you know, 35 and I'm taking her to bars and clubs, yeah. right? And she's so in her wild. We're letting her. Yeah, she's yeah. so in her. So me and one of my girlfriends would just sit at the bar and drink while she danced and did all that and let it get it, get her out of her system and mm-hmm. sleep around and do all that. And, and she was angry and she was angry and that was fine. But then she was angry for too long yeah. and I called her out on it and I said, enough, enough. That this is enough. You are now wallowing in anger and you are making no advancements. Is this what you want to be? Bitter and angry? And <clears throat> she got so mad at me. Hmm. She's like, you don't know. You haven't been through a divorce. Blah, blah. You know, just like right. she was so mad. And then a couple of days later, she called me up and she's like, I'm really sorry. I told my therapist what you said because she thought she was going to get back. And he's like, you have a really good friend. Because there is a that that was a great thing to point out, and she realized that she just wasn't ready to hear it, right? So there is a place for that anger, and that's what I'm saying. Like, don't oh, and a place for you to think of all those things you said you were thinking, mm-hmm. you know, with this other person, and that's okay. You just don't want to let let it go on too long. Yeah, and I I think that you know I mentioned that I opened the floodgates too quickly for me to be open to new things, and I feel like. Part of that is the whole sowing wild oats mentality because, wow, I have access to all these amazing people. And yes, while there was an onslaught of amazing friends that I've either uh, fostered and built up relationships from people that I've known in the past or completely new people that have just popped up out of nowhere and they're like, hey, I'm perfect for you (laughs) as a friend, you know, and and to be down in the dirt and, you know, get dirty (laughs) with you, but also lift you up when you need it. And, you know, all, all it took was probably over the course of like two weeks, three weeks where I developed this uh, connection with this individual who kind of brought me down and and took me back a couple steps. Uh, That was enough for me to backslide into this, this idea. And they started holding me accountable and I fired back almost like your friend did to you. Yeah. Like, well, I'm just trying to figure it. I don't know. I'm just, just believe me. And and so that makes me like, look back at all those, emotional reactions I had to people who were like, Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Where I fired back and I was like, and now I, now I know exactly like specific people, individuals right? have to go, Hey, look, I'm sorry. This I've just been. And, and this is another thing is I have to get used to the fact that it's okay to say sorry and don't be, and not to be afraid of saying it too many times. Correct. But, at the same time, my awareness of having to say that so many times is like, well, maybe you should just do something a little bit differently so you don't have to be that way anymore. Brandon, you are so hard on yourself. Listen I know, to you. I know. Honestly, and it, it's... I'm sitting here listening to you and listen. <laughs> Again, when there are good people in your life that know how to be friends, you're, you're going to sometimes lash out. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It is okay to be an asshole to your friends sometimes. You don't need... I don't care if you're saying sorry every day. This is what we sign up for true, real friendships. They're like marriages. You sign up for the good and the bad. Obviously, you don't want the toxic and where it's terrible and it's mean and it's rotten. That's not what we're talking about here. When you, Brandon, are going through something, Mm -hmm. and if you were to snap at me, I would know exactly where you're at and what's going on. And quite honestly, I wouldn't think a thing of it. You're going to feel awful. You're going to feel terrible. You're going to come to me and apologize. And I'm going to accept that apology. And I'm going to love you anyway. You know, it's un- love is unconditional. We don't put these like, well, I'm only going to be your friend and love you if you don't yell at me five times. Right. You know, like it's just it, it happens. Yeah. Right. I mean, it would be different if you're. Every single day lashing out at the same person and just being rotten and mean every single day for like, you know, weeks like that is just unacceptable that and you wouldn't do that. But like, I want you to learn and understand that. And I know, you know, this, we are all flawed. Mm -hmm. All of us. It doesn't matter how much we heal and grow in life. We are all flawed. None of us are perfect. We never will be. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to, my best friend, Stephanie, her and I really worked on this because she was always used to people. If you got in a fight or argument or disagreed, that's it. They leave. Yeah. And I would say to her, no, 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 no. We work it out. Mm -hmm. Because we, our first argument we ever got, God, her and I are so old now. This was in our Mm twenties. She was like, okay, well, it's been great knowing you. And I'm like, huh? What do you mean? Mm -hmm. She's like, 
well, I mean, our big blowout, we were just really rude and awful to each other. I'm like, yeah, that happens sometimes. Let's just talk it through and learn how to communicate with each other and work this out and we move on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, like adults. Like adults. Yeah. And, and it's okay, right? Like, you don't need to beat yourself up over that. You're going through something and people that care about you know that you're probably going to snap every now and then yeah. and then you're going to say sorry and they're, they're going to go, thank you so much. I accept your apology. I get it. Yeah. You know, and you move on. Yeah. You, <laughs> no, no, that's, that's, you know, I, I know that it's unfair to ask like, hey, how do I get to be in the state of happiness that you're in? It's not unfair. I, well, <laughs> you had mentioned that, you know, you don't, you don't like to answer because, you know, it's, it's not necessarily... You can't just say, well, this I'm happy and this is how, you know. Well, but, but it's it's that perspective. It's the, yeah. it's just to be able to go, okay, well, obviously you've had that experience and you you can shed that light, but yeah. it's just such a it's such a relief, I guess, just to be told it's okay. Yes, cuz it is. It is. Like and that's the thing like I think the worst thing that people do is they I'm not saying you do this, but I mean just people in general, they pretend you know, yeah. and they like they don't share. This is why our show, I think, um, when everyone shares their realness and and things that have gone on, it helps other people because they're like, oh, that's me, too. And you don't feel alone right. because, you know, I know way back when when I was going through my depression, nobody talked about that. Right. No one talked about it. like I literally thought, what the hell's wrong with me? You feel like you're alone and no one's like that. When in reality, the majority of people are. We're all fucked up. We all think negative, terrible things. And I mean, the thing I want to make clear is going to therapy and my faith and working on it and working on it is what got me to where I am now. Mm -hmm. But it is, it never ends because see brandon and i don't know if you're this way as well i think maybe you might be which i hope not because oh shit (laughs) i am prone right like i have to work on not falling into depression yeah still to this day i i have to work on it i can't i cannot just let go and think "Eh, it's all good it no yeah. No, no, no. I will go to a dark place. It will not be pretty. I will think I'm the worst person on the planet. I will think I'm the worst wife. I will think I'm the worst friend. Mm-hmm. I will think I suck at my job, which I do, but whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, I, I will just, why am I even here? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, I can, I can go there mm-hmm. even to this day. And I know how ridiculous, I mean, it, I laugh because it's ridiculous. I'm I I am actually I I I love myself, right? But I can still go there. Yeah. And so I think that's something important for a lot of people to understand because they think, well, if you reach this other side and you've healed, then you're probably just able to regulate all the time. No. Yeah. No. No. I I, I have to make sure that I'm staying on top of that and I'm keeping perspective, you know, and I'm reminding myself, and and. It's a lot less. It used to be a lot of work, like mm-hmm. especially in my 30s. Um, and Rob would help me because he he would see me going somewhere. And he's like, are you doing your list? Because I'd have my list of things. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like an exercise. It's like an exercise for mm-hmm. the mind, exercise for the mind. And it's like, yeah, you know, actually, I've stopped doing that. I've stopped doing that. I've stopped doing that because it's exhausting. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it is exhausting. Yeah. It is so to get where I am right now, you have to be exhausted. Well, I had to. I hope you don't. I had to be exhausted for years yeah. working on it, working on it, never giving up on myself, never giving up on myself. And now I don't have to work as hard at it, but I still do. Or I can go there. A, a few months ago, I went there. and I just after the fact. And I was only there, though, for like five minutes. That's the difference. Mm. And I wow. started laughing going, what the fuck are you saying right wow. now? Like, really, Dawn? You're, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, yeah, you, you can realize it sooner, that, you know, and snap out of it and stuff. So. That, that's why we call it work, right? I <laughs> work, mean, because yeah. it never ends. But what I'm really taking away from this is <laughs> that it it takes a certain level of exhaustion for you to finally realize that you need to make the change. But then you also need to, uh, you know, laterally, you need to make sure that you're instilling the discipline to maintain that level yep. or else you'll slip. And and yes. that, that discipline I think is exactly what I'm lacking right now because I don't, I don't really have like a substantial uh, schedule that I think that that's something that I need. Like I need to set something up that, that 
make sure that I hit these marks and not not like drill sergeant, you know, yeah. at, at oh three hundred, you know, at, oh twelve, whatever. <laughs> oh, Wait, no, you know why I'm laughing? Because you're, I'm sorry. No, I know okay. this is your podcast, yeah. but like you're doing it again. What? No, you're not. You're not supposed to have any of that right now. Are you now. sure? I mean, because like I feel like I need like just some sort of structure to help me. I don't know. Am I am I overthinking it? <laughs> well, yes, because you 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 overthink. We all overthink. You yeah. you you're surrounded by. We're all the same in that sense. We yeah. we overthink, yeah. and and we want to overachieve. And you, so yeah, it is normal that you want to set something up. You do honestly what you feel is going to make you more secure. I don't want to tell you not to because that's not my business. This sure. is your journey. Sure. But for me sitting here looking at you, I feel like your job right now is to go through all the emotions that are going to come up. Mm. Do you, I mean, just everything that's going to come up, the sadness, the happiness, mm -hmm. the anger, the worry, the wonder, mm -hmm. the, you know, mad anger, you know, just over over repeating it, you know, if that happened, just you're going through it because this literally just happened. I know it's hard. It's hard to it. Just, it's hard to fathom that because yeah. it feels so much longer. It hasn't been a you year. Know? Okay, know. If it had been a year and we're sitting here and you were doing this, I'd be there'd be some problems. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, but it's like I'm fortunate <laughs> that I have a lot of a lot of you know a lot of friends who are, are who have been giving me very sage advice similar to what you're doing that they're like you're going really fast like yeah, think there's there's a accelerated rate happening where I, i'm so that kind of like that kind of gets me all excited like yes okay i'm i'm getting there and then so like when i had that backfall last week it's like well fuck what the what did i do you're going fast which is great but it's not yeah i know because you're skipping steps and and so you you need to you know what you need to learn yes when, okay, when you're saying you need this routine and the structure, <laughs> yes, make this your routine instructor. Inst uh, yeah, instructor. Yeah, learn how to just be. Yeah, I want you to learn how to just be. That's your job right now. As soon you, know, you, you do your you see, you already know how to do your career. You're right. fucking amazing at that. You, you know, you know how to be a dog owner, a cat owner. There are things that are that are already on pilot, right? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Autopilot. Autopilot. Yeah, yeah. I was forgetting the auto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. But this, the just learning to be, that ain't on autopilot yet for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. You need to learn how to be right now. And that means in each moment. So in that moment, if anger comes up, sit in it. Yeah. In that moment, if sadness comes up, sit in it. In that moment, if you're wondering, well, what's that person doing? How they done that? Then that's where you got. You need to learn to be mm -hmm. right now. And then. Yes, then you absolutely. I'm not worried with you that too much time is going to go on because you won't allow it. Right. You won't allow too much time it's, to go it's, on before uh, you've moved past. It's unsustainable. Right? Yeah. It really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I know you won't be one of those people, you know, but like skipping steps, which again, maybe that's going to be a part of your journey, but skipping steps, well, now we got to go back, yep. which is fine too. Again, you know. <sighs> No matter what I'm saying here or any of your friends or family, when it comes down to it, this is your journey that's going to play out how it needs to for Brandon, yeah. right? And if you decide, I don't want to learn to just be, it sounds great, you know? yeah. <laughs> right? And maybe you go try something else and then maybe you circle back to, yeah, let me learn how to just be. You know, this is what we do. Like <laughs> we take 10 steps forward, three steps back. Yeah. Sometimes we take 10 steps forward and 10 steps back. It's okay. Right. That's what happens. When we're learning how to grow as people, that is what happens. It is not a straight shot forward right. or straight line. It is zigzag and backwards and around and up and down. It's all over the fucking place. And I should I should be so, <laughs> I, sh I, should, I should know that, you know, after everything that I've been through and, and just in my, everybody has been through shit throughout their life. But I mean, it should be so clear to me. That no matter what I think is happening over here, oh, something else is going to happen over there. And you just got to be, you got to be able to adapt and overcome. Yes, and yes. You know, when I was mentioning earlier, like, okay, so what I got to do is I got to have discipline. I got to wake up at 5 a.m. I got to do this. I got to, then at 7 a.m. I got to do that. And, you know, I got to put have this whole Tom Brady regimen yeah, yeah. to be happy. No. No. When, as soon as I started saying that, like I could just feel my body tensing up. Yeah, and then no. you, and then you laughed at me and I, yes. and you stopped. And I was like, yeah. oh shit, of course. Yeah. No, 
I should just meditate. I should yoga. I should literally just be. be. And when you're just being, those things will just naturally come up. They will they will organically present themselves. Right. You know. The pro- pro- processing will. thing individually, you know, reaching out to friends and, and family and, and getting support is one thing. But I, I, I'm learning very quickly that you need to be able to love and support yourself above all else, because yes. that's 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 really all we have to build that foundation. You know, my, my spirit and, and my heart and, you know, my my emotions might have been broken from my previous relationship but my current status is i'm still me and you know fortunately people have have stuck around and and you know even more people that i could even imagine like i was a loner when i was a kid i heard hardly i had like three (laughs) friends growing up and now all of a sudden it's like this outpouring and it's like the 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 soul family is coming out and it's the goodness that you have and it's so hard to accept for somebody who's like you know doesn't doesn't necessarily feel like they deserve it or um and And that's that's okay yeah you know that's okay you know especially with friendships um because friends friends see you anyway right you it's so different to me with relationships. Like for me, I personally believe to find that right partner, we need to be in that headspace. We don't need to love ourselves a hundred percent. I mean, I still had plenty of baggage you know, when I married Gary, poor Gary, but you know what I mean? I still, that's, I did all of my therapy in my thirties. You know, we got married at, um, I was 34 and I mean, that's literally, it started at 33 up until almost 40, you know? So it's like, um, you don't have to be this perfect, well put together person, but you got to have some sense of some love about yourself to draw in that right person. But I don't feel it's the same with friends so much, right? right? Like friends, we see you and we can't wait till you can see that, yeah. right? And so um, we'll accept a little bit more. Whereas, well, I don't, don't want to say a spouse wouldn't either, but um, j- my personal experience, because when I was down and out on myself, I attracted some really terrible men you know what i mean so it wasn't until i had a sense of like some love for myself that i was able to allow you know gary in but your friends are gonna you know count down the days until you can like see that with yourself and that's okay that's a process too it's very uncomfortable for a lot of people you know and you're one of them yes and it's okay (laughs) that it is because that's where you're at right now like don't rush it because again because you are someone that is working on yourself, you will eventually get there, yeah. right? If you were never doing anything on yourself and you were just like, oh, well, this is how it is, well, then you would never learn how to. But someday you will. You'll learn more and more how to receive that. And I do want to, like, say I want to replace the word, oh. like, happiness with contentment. That's what yes. you're looking for. Oh, yeah, that's Yeah, because, that's a great like, point. happiness is, like, it's a word we all always use, but what we really mean is content. Sure. Because happiness is, like, sadness right it's, it's fleeting it comes and goes mm-hmm. no one can be happy all the time that would be weird you know what i'm saying yes <laughs> it would be hi how are you i am like this all the time that would be so even in the moments of chaos you know with whatever i might be dealing with in life there's a sense of contentment and that's yeah. like what you want you just want not complacency which you i don't never have to worry about that with you you're not a complacent person you always want to strive right. so it's contentment yeah be content i've had i've had tastes of it and it is glorious it really is and yeah. just you know having my own place my own respite my own um uh, safe haven safe house whatever um has has really helped in that process but i think some one thing that i i definitely need to reel back on is overextending myself with just people just you know, I, and I, I'm not saying like I need to start canceling out people, <laughs> but I need to be more uh, open and communicate my the expectations that they should have of me during these times. You know, and there's like a lot of pressure like to for people that like, hey, let's let's hang out, let's do this. Um, I'm like, and I'm and I'm I'm such a yes, let's do it. Like I, yes, because that sounds great, and I know how yeah. good you feel when we hang out. <laughs> But I might not be feeling that great. So by the time we're yeah. done, you know, at the, and, and they leave, it's like, 
Whew, man, yeah. I need a vacation from that. Because, from that, yes. And it's not because they drained me. No. It's because I just didn't have the tank full enough yeah. to provide you don't that. Ha- you don't have a lot to give right now in that yeah. arena. Yeah. You know, you have a you have a, a full career and, and your animals and this, I mean, it, when someone goes through what you're going through, don't they say it's like the top, one of the top most stressful life-changing things to have to go through right yeah. so this is the hardest thing i've ever it, had to deal exactly, with exactly and that's what <sighs> yes and so you're not going to have a lot to give mentally and emotionally and i think a lot of i think a lot of i know i can and i'm sure a lot of people listening can under totally relate to saying yes to something because it sounds so good at the time yeah. and then the day comes and you're like oh, oh shit crap. man <laughs> So don't uh, want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. It's like I, I almost, I, I almost feel like I have to be like, I have to go and make an official statement, like on my social media, or you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't. Maybe send a letter, something <laughs> that says to whom it may concern, and my dearest friends, you know, yeah. I, I, I can only give so much. So you know, maybe. Maybe give me some slack. I don't know, but at the same time, learning to say no is a good thing right now. Yeah. Learning to say no and and not and not feel guilty about it, oh. but at the same time, and this is where you know friends will start to sift themselves. You know, good versus bad. Yep, is it as how they react to the no? And you know, I understand that you know people have feelings too, and I might have a certain gravity to me that 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 they're drawn to, but I don't necessarily feel like that should be my responsibility you don't owe anybody anything right nothing that's uh you you don't you do not owe anyone anything and for anyone in your life to think that you do they should not be a friend in your life anyone who gets upset because you continuously say no to things they want to do i'm sorry i just don't get that yeah i honestly don't like to me those are the things we used to get upset about like when I was in my 20s, because you do demand so much more of your friendships and you put this stuff on it. And, yeah. you know, like, oh, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. And, you, oh, you BFFs, know, like, well, yeah, well, you we're supposed to always do these things together and this yeah. or that. And I mean, uh, the best friendships are the ones that don't demand things of you and don't that they shouldn't be like a ton of work. Right. They should be understanding. Yeah. And yeah. they should ask, uh, God, I have a group of girls that we've known each other since our early 20s. And there are times where we all, one of us, it'll be with one of us. It, maybe it's me where I am just canceling every lunch plan we've ever made for like five, six in a row. I don't fucking care. It's just what's happened. Shit's come up in my life. I'm yeah. sorry. And you know what they do? They're fine. They don't give a shit. You want to know why? Because they have stuff going on in their life, and it actually works out best for them. Yeah. Right? And or they'll all still meet, and I just won't be there, which right. I'm totally fine with. Please do that. Yeah. You know? Like, no one cares. And then and then it'll be one of the other girls. She'll be the one that's canceling, but we don't keep track. Yeah. Like, who did less and who does it the most, and who cares? And, you know, we still talk. We don't feel the need that we have to be doing something on a regular basis to maintain our friendships. Right. We know we can talk to each other. We can text each other. We can still be a part of each other's lives without, you know, we strive to meet once a month for lunch, right? Or this or that or twice a month. But it rarely happens. Right. And we're totally fine. So, and one of my girlfriends even knows. She knows she's going to ask and I'm most likely not going to show up when she has a party at her house. She knows. But she'll still ask yeah. because... One out of the ten parties, I will show up. Do you know right. what I mean? So it's like, and she's totally fine with that. She doesn't sit there and go, "Well, she won't come anyway." Right? You know, that's. I uh, I feel. I wonder how much of those types of emotional responses you get from people in those cases uh, is a, is affected by COVID. You know, because it feels like people are a little bit more edgy when it comes to relationships in general. And communication because, well, first of all, we're all lonely, you know, to a level. We don't necessarily have those outlets where we can gather and just do that regularly. So we hold more stock in those once a month or twice a month lunches because yeah. they just matter so much more now because that is that is something that we can finally look forward to. Yeah. And then 
the I wonder if there's another side of that where there's too much of an instant gratification type of mentality. Like, like I know you have your phone on you, so I'm texting you, <laughs> and I send you the text, but I don't get it back right away. So, well, what's the deal? Or you see the dots, right? So you know they've read it, right? Well, I don't know. Do you? you well, have I have, an iPhone, I have right? an iPhone. Oh, you have an yeah. iPhone now. Yeah, 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 right. So it's like. Oh, oh, wait, the dots went away and there's no message. Right. What the hell? Yeah. And, you know, so I, I'm guilty of like sometimes I'll take a day or two, sometimes longer to respond. But it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, this isn't really that urgent. And, it, you know, if, if if they appreciate me as much as I appreciate them, they, they'll likely understand that, you know, my response time might not be as swift. But I feel like because we all know we're so programmed, we all have a phone on us almost all the time yeah. that we are accessible and it's almost like we have lost that ability to detach from each other For and sure. then come back. Yeah. And I think the other thing too, um, in all of that is I think we also forget who each other is. Yeah. I was guilty of this. I remember, um, this was in my early thirties and, um, one of my, one of my girlfriends I had, cause you could text then, even then, <laughs> And I hadn't heard anything back. And I'm like, motherfucker. But I see on Facebook, she's totally active. Right. Right? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, so she can be active on Facebook right now, but she can't respond to my fucking text. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm all in my head about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm all like so pissy about it. And I finally realized, oh, well, this is my problem. Not hers because I know this person. Right. This person has a good, I'm forgetting who they are. Mm-hmm. I'm painting them out to be awful right now because they're on Facebook and they're not responding to me. When in reality, they're not awful. They're a great, good person. And for whatever reason, they just want to be on Facebook right now. It's nothing personal. It usually is never about us, but we make it about us. So I think that's the big thing about it. We make it about us and we forget who the other person is. Yeah. Yes. We're such weird creatures. We hum- are. Humans are oh such divas. Like, why <laughs> yes. do we need so much attention all the I time? Know. Even why do I need to pay attention to myself? <laughs> like, can I just can I just be a sloth? Oh, I would right. love to be a sloth. That'd be the greatest life. You don't have to worry about a thing. You move two miles an hour. Oh, oh, it's God. the best. Yeah, yeah. You got to worry about all those fast predators. I know. Yeah. So natural. I think I yeah a, a dog or a cat of. People that love animals. Right. Yeah, definitely. That's oh, the, oh. I'd love to come back as one of my dogs. Yes, yeah, same. Oh, sure. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> well, I, you know, I, I'm, awesome. I think that um, I definitely feel so much better. And I think the, one of the reasons why this is the main reason I wanted, wanted you on is because we had a conversation last week where I was finally able to um, – air some dirty laundry that I've been holding on to for so long that only the people that people that are so close to me don't know about because I'm just not not only ashamed but it's it's also a without giving too many details away it's just something that I feel like needs to just live in the past and I need to move away from because there's no reason for me to hold any sort of emotional attachment anger uh, you know, th- for sure with that. I do agree. I'm going to feel it and yeah. I'm going to go through it. And yes, you know, that's one of the things that I've been dealing with, but you know, now being equipped with that idea of just going through it, but also, you know, boundaries was one of the big key keywords, uh, in the first month that I was out. It's like, okay, set your boundaries, set your boundaries. I'm like, Oh yeah, sure. I'll set my boundaries, but let's go all hang out. Let me just give a little bit of piece of me to you, to you, to you, to you. And I'm like, I'm yeah. just, I'm just dispensing all of my energy that I should have been putting back into myself that it's like, okay, now I've had my fun. Okay. I, I've, I've gotten it out of my system. You know, I've, <laughs> I'm not throwing throwing my wiener around like it's you know going out of style, but I am just making myself available to Good. to almost everything, and I and I need to really reel that in. Yeah. Um, so, but so when I when I was able to tell you that last week. I just thought, wow, how cathartic, how good it felt just to get that out. Good. And good. it just so happened that something crazy happened over the last week so that when we, before, after we scheduled this, I was like, oh, this is perfect. Gone can help me through this too. <laughs> yeah. And I feel so much better. I'm so glad. I really oh, I'm oh, so glad. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so, yes, right. Let it out. Deep, yes. Oh, oh, my God. 
Uh, but I, I appreciate uh, all the kind words and, you know, obviously the love and support over the over the years and continuing on. I, I'm just I'm eternally grateful. But uh, I, I also hope that this at least helps somebody else out there who might oh be going God, through something similar yeah. too. people. Everyone's going through shit. Yep. Like it is. I mean, before COVID times, everyone's going through similar things at any given time. Right. Mm-hmm. But I just. I don't even know, man. It's like I have never in my life. My best friend and I were talking about because she had reached out to me to ask me to, um, we, you know, we do a prayer list. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry for those that aren't prayerful, but um, and I, Brandon, I have never in my life of prayer had a prayer list like this ever, and it's not like it's not. I don't even want to say little things because I don't want to like you know disregard. Right. I mean. Every single one of them is major. It's not like, oh, this person wants, you know, this particular college or, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, right. or whatever, you know, they're in a wrong relationship. Pray for them or, right. you know, stuff like that, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything is major that is happening to really good people. And it's like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and you're sitting there and you're like, what the fuck is going on? You know, it it is overwhelming, and I feel that there is a sense of responsibility for those that aren't having horrific things happening. It is then our job to help those that are, especially now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably true at any given – well, it is true at any given time, but especially now. But I've also – I've been reading, too, that, like, people – are exhausted, you know, from that because so many people do need emotional and mental help right now. Mm -hmm. And so everyone that's giving it that can, now they're getting exhausted from it because more so than ever so much is being needed. But, you know, I was having with a friend of mine who's like, not that this person doesn't have problems in their life, but it's normal problems. Yeah. So they're really given and extending themselves. And I'm like, listen, you 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 have to continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you have to continue doing that. But you also have to take a few days for yourself so you can recharge. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. it's just it's crazy. Yeah. And it's it, so I, weird. I was just reading about this. Like, It's specifically about um, therapists, counselors um, being exhausted oh, and God, not having imagine. really any resources for themselves. Like there's one therapist who's saying, you know, I have all this this. Uh, advice to dispense but i can't really because i can't even do it you know i I can't even do this work um and then they mentioned that there was a just the lack of human connection that is creating such a large void in our mental health because we need each other yes we do you could be i i could be as much of an introvert as i want to be but i still need the human interaction in order to to get through my struggles because it's not just it's it, 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 there's just no way for me to just know how to do it because like you were saying earlier you deal with situations the best way you know how at that time with the tools that you have yep yes yeah. even yeah even people that are so they don't care for people they don't want to be around a lot of people they still need at least one person yeah it's just how we're built we are not built to be alone right we're not built to be secluded we're not built for any of this garbage that's happening right now. We're just, we're not, you know, and it's nothing about people being pusses or this or that. It's just how we're all designed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't get away from that. You, know? <laughs> you can still try to find strength and all of those things. And that's great. Mm-hmm. But we all do need to be connected, mm-hmm. you know, and this garbage of like, Oh, well, I'll be connected, you know, through Skype or FaceTime. That just only works. It's not the same. Listen, I had a commuter marriage for almost five years. And, like, while my husband and I are so grateful for FaceTime, Mm -hmm. we still needed to see each other. We still needed to physically see each other. It's just not the same. You know, it's not the same. Yeah. There's just—it's just another reminder that we need to be mindful of those around us and and also— understanding where those people are coming from because we all are going through our shit yeah but also being mindful of ourselves because if we don't if we don't acknowledge that if we don't acknowledge that we need something from someone or if we don't 
pay attention to that darkness that's inside of us and deal with it, then it's just going to stay there and fester and bleed out, and yeah. our wounds will never heal. It'll nope. just be all pussy and bloody. And <laughs> gross. That's a terrible visual. <laughs> I remember being so mad at someone in our family, and um, I talked to one of my aunt and uncles, and I'm just like, gosh, they're so right. They were like, you just love them where they're at. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, whatever we're expecting of someone, they're not there. So instead of driving yourself batshit crazy of trying to put them over here in this other box, just where are they at now? Mm -hmm. And I feel like with humans, if we did that with each other on a daily basis, we could learn to be more kind. It's like where each person is, because that's going back to what I originally said, that's the most they can give is where they're at right now. Now, it doesn't always mean that person needs to be in your life, but when you look at it that way, it helps to release things. Yeah, It just it just does. Okay, they're at where they're at. This is all they can give. This is the most they know. It's really how I was able to heal with my mom, which I don't want to start crying. I, let me tell you, Brandon, I, oh my God. I I don't believe in killing yourself, but I probably would have come close had my mother and I not healed for you know we we healed years before she passed yeah but had i not reached that point i don't even know what the frick i would do but it was it was other people giving me that advice that i'm saying that i'm saying regurgitating is she only knew what she knew at the time mm. you know she used to be very naive and she was not aware of any of the abuse and it was easy for him to say we were lying because he was abusing her. Right. And we hated him from the get go. So in her mind, and he would say that, Oh, they hate you. No, no, no. You know, she was easy to manipulate. Mm -hmm. And so all these years I'm mad at her because I'm envisioning a strong mom, right? A strong mom, a tough mom. And what kind of mom? Well, she wasn't, that yeah but she was a lot of other great beautiful things that i remember you know she's very loving and very compassionate and just a beautiful person that all my friends loved but i couldn't love her like they did you know because in my mind i'm like you have no idea you know what i mean but neither did she Mm -hmm. and that's where she was at the time that's what she knew that's what she was about at the time that's all she could give and so as the years went on that did change for her and you know, we were able to heal and move past all of that. And it's like. What a gift. Yeah, honestly, it is. And I know it can be really like, you know, when you're going through that journey of the forgiveness, it, it, it again, I already said this, it could feel like we're letting people off the hook. We're not, but we're letting ourselves off the hook. And it is acknowledging why the why the judgment. Yeah, they did a shitty thing. They are. They, they were shitty, but we all are just kind of where we're at. Yeah. You know, I it's it. Each individual human has their journey. Yeah. You know, and some journeys are more sick and disgusting than others, and that's for whoever your higher power is to answer to later, right. not for me to carry on my shoulders. Right. You know. Yeah, and that's yeah. it's such that's such a p- important perspective. I think that I I didn't really give it that much thought, but I never really looked at it from that point of view. But that's also, I think, why. I always tended to gravitate towards my grandparents because they understood that. Like they knew. Pay attention to the to where they're at now, you know? Yes, so. yes. Getting older is another gift, Brandon. That's the other thing that does this is getting older. Yeah. And that saying is so true, and I forget it. What is it? Like, whatever, youth is wasted on the youth or whatever the fuck that is. You know, I know I'm getting it all wrong. Uh, I wis- always, wisdom's wasted on the yeah, youth, something, something like that. I always get all that shit wrong. Yeah. But it's true. Like, I honestly, I mean, I get it. People don't want to look old. I Whatever. I don't yeah, care. It's the vanity but like, part. It is the vanity part. Like, getting old is amazing. I fucking love it. Yeah. I did not have this wisdom in my 30s. I wouldn't have been able to. Right. Honestly, I had to live a little and see things differently. And and uh... <laughs> this is a little more funny in the sense of like um, when I was when I was in my 20s, I always felt young, older women didn't like me and my girlfriends because we're young and pretty and we still got it going on and you don't anymore. Right. And then you flip the coin where you're now the older person and you're like, 
no, it's just I've been there, done that where you're at. Yeah. Right? Like you see, you're like, ugh. The naivete. Right? Like, oh, God, yeah. just all of it. Yeah. You know, all of it. And we all got to go through. I'm not judging it. No. It's just, oh, God, no, we don't want to be around you because we were already there. Yeah, it's and, like, we don't, don't want to hang out with teenagers. <laughs> right, yeah. We'll look just, at them and we'll go, haha, you're so silly. You right, you know, it's teenager. that, It's yeah, it's yeah. just not, you're, you, you, you cannot be as wise to the world in yeah. your 20s as you can. Not that everyone that ages is wise. I'm not saying that. But you do have to live a little in order to get perspective and to see things and to feel a certain way. You know? And so it's kind of like, oh, now I get it. We're annoying at that age, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm noticing noticing now as I get older and you level up, you know, you get that experience and you get that awareness. It's almost like you can see it in people's eyes. Like you you can tell, okay, you've seen some shit. You've been through it. I can, I can work with you on this other level where there's other people that you can look at and go, you know what? I I, I don't necessarily think that you're going to either rise or I'm, I, you know, I can't rise to you where you're at because maybe you have experienced way more life than me. So now I'm just the dumb youngster that, you know, is is trying to be wise. Uh, But yeah, that's just such a, such an interesting perspective. I just never really. I mean, and it's not every girl. There are girls in their twenties that are quite, they've lived a life. Right. Oh, sure. You know, they've lived a life and they've got some wisdom. Sure. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, and, and that is that is crazy to see because I'm always like, wow, what are they going to be like as they get older and older right. and older? Like, whoa. I know. Amazing. I, you know, that, that like, fascinates me, too. Because, yeah. And that's what's so that, you know, we I was just bitching and complaining about humans are divas, but <laughs> yeah. humans are really fucking amazing. And, you know, the resiliency yes. and the stuff that we are able to endure, you know, at young ages, even that can yeah. build you to that level. Yeah. At, su- at such a young age, because well, we still are all those things. Right. Right. We are complicated. We're annoying. Mm-hmm. You know, as humans, we're, we are. It's all of it. Right. Mm-hmm. It is. We are beautiful creatures that can be amazing and the things we can accomplish, but we can also be what you had already described, right? Just mm-hmm. like ridiculous and high maintenance and assholes. <laughs> it's the yin and yang. You got to have balance, yeah. you know, can't have one without the other. Yeah. Thank you so much, Don. I think, uh, I think I've uh, exhausted our emotions for, oh. the, for the time. Um, I honestly, I, I love you so much. Oh, I, I, I respect so much. your, your strength and you know everything just yeah thank you so oh, much i just i'm so proud of you, you. i am and i don't want to sound like all like you know, mommy like i'm so proud of you <laughs> i need to hear it no Honestly. no i am i am incredibly I proud of you and you're doing things that are right and, and good for your life and just remember to take it easy on yourself too. i will yeah just be yeah just be just be just be <laughs> well thanks don i'll see you tomorrow Bye-bye. namaste bitches Brando, I just love you. I love you. Walter, now you can take a poo-poo. The Rad 